This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new temporary final rule from the Trump administration would allow producers to employ farm workers already in the country. Under the rule, which will take effect immediately after being published in the Federal Register, producers concerned that their H-2A employees might not be able to enter the United States due to travel restrictions would be able to hire H-2A workers already in the country, but no earlier than the previously planned date of employment. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services will also allow H-2A workers already in the U.S. to stay beyond their previously set three-year maximum. There's more in our story on agripulse.com. A pork processing plant in South Dakota is the new top coronavirus hotspot in the country. According to figures from the New York Times and Sioux Falls TV station KELO, the 644 cases connected to the plant surpassed the 585 cases aboard the USS Theodore Roosevelt in Guam and the 524 tied to Chicago's Cook County Jail. The facility is shut down indefinitely after originally planning to close its doors for three days this week. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue tweeted this afternoon that he's working with South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem and Smithfield leadership to get the plant reopened as soon as possible. He says that would help minimize disruptions to the food supply chain while making sure the plant's employees are safe. Smithfield's Sioux Falls plant is one of a handful of meatpacking facilities shut down, including a Columbus Junction, Iowa pork plant and a Greeley, Colorado beef plant. Many other facilities have slowed production. Ben Nully explored the issue in today's AgriPulse newsletter. His story can be read on agripulse.com. Hope springs eternal in the American soybean industry that China will pick up purchases of U.S. beans in the near future. Jim Sutter is the CEO of the U.S. Soybean Export Council. He says it's important to note even as China continues to recover from a coronavirus outbreak of its own, the country has not yet asked for an extension to meet its Phase 1 ag purchase commitments. When the Phase 1 agreement was made the middle of January, uh, I think there was a great expectation that, my gosh, all of a sudden purchases will start happening. Well, there were several more things that needed to happen. And fortunately, those additional steps have been taking place. USEC took part in a global digital conference over the last two days. Sutter says the message he took away from the presentations is that purchases of U.S. soybeans could be right around the corner. So the purchases that China is making these days are coming from Brazil right now because that's the market that is really trying to push out their crop. I think it was the opinion of the experts that we had both yesterday and today at our conference that by the middle of this year, and we got varying dates depending on the expert, but sometime between May and August, I think they were all honing in on those dates, is when we should see the Chinese move to the U.S. and start sourcing soybeans there. China was a major export partner for U.S. soybeans before the trade war between the two countries. Speaking of soybeans, biodiesel demand is slipping. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. A Purdue University study is suggesting the COVID-19 outbreak could lower biodiesel demand by roughly 7 to 13 percent. If realized, that drop would be between a range of 122 to 219 million gallons. National Biodiesel Board's Paul Winters says the drop is on top of issues the industry is already facing. The Purdue projection is pretty consistent with what we've seen internally. We're thinking there might be about a 9 percent loss of demand for biodiesel. It would be right along the same lines as the the drop in gasoline and diesel demand over the year. You know, it would kind of have the same impact that the 
small refinery exemptions have had over the past few years. Winter says just two out of 10 biodiesel plants that closed in February 2019 have reopened. Biodiesel demand loss could be significant in 2020, but is expected to be smaller than ethanol production losses. The report is projecting ethanol production losses could be close to 3 billion gallons due to the decline in gasoline use. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The American Farm Bureau is closely monitoring food supply issues as we work together to protect our families, friends, and communities from the coronavirus. We are urging the administration to safely revise new restrictions on the entry of skilled laborers into our country. Farm Bureau is committed to protecting our food supply and supporting our members. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.